Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Our topic today is Sensory Processing Difficulties, a Team Approach to Care. My guest is Michelle Kylo. Dr. Kylo is the Division Director of Developmental and Behavioral Sciences at Children's Mercy Kansas City, and she is the Associate Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Missouri Kansas City School of Medicine. Dr. Kylo, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. So why don't we start off with how you define sensory processing difficulties? Sensory processing difficulties are a neurological modulation difference, and I prefer to discuss this as a difference rather than a disorder, um, because in every way for all of us as human beings, each of our neurological systems respond differently to the environment and respond differently at different times. And so we all have sensory systems that help us to take in all of the feedback from um, our environments, whether it's the things that we think about, um, hot, cold, uh, tired, awake, pressure. So those are all sensations that come in to our bodies from our environment that our brains process. In children who have sensory processing difficulties or differences, their neurological systems interpret those senses in a different way. Often, too much, too much sensory, but sometimes, as in the case with children with autism, too little. So children with autism are known to uh, not experience pain in the way that other children do. So we say they have a high pain tolerance. They may fall, they get a cut, they bonk their head, and they get up and go right about their business. They may be bleeding, and they don't come to their parents as a typically developing child or a child with a typical sensory system would. They go right on about their business, and their parents, oh, they're bleeding. They hurt themselves, but they don't recognize that pain. So um, children with sensory sensitivity pattern have a high ability to either notice in an exaggerated way what is going on in their environment or the reverse is true as well that other children um, have little ability to feel and process the senses that are coming in. Yes, so Dr. Kylo, obviously we're talking about a broad spectrum, as you, as you mentioned, um, of, of conditions and like what you, what you like to call differences in sensory um, processing. What, what are some of the leading theories out there of the cause of, of some of these difficulties or differences in kids? 
Well, there are many theories, as you can imagine, um, in anything that has to do with the development of the brain. Um, but I think that the the primary belief is just that um, these are variations, and they may not. It may not be necessarily abnormalities. That's why I prefer to call it differences rather than uh, disorder. Gotcha, yeah. um, and so if, if you look at the general population, um, we all know people who are thin, people who are heavy, uh, people who seem to have incredible muscle tone without working out. We're all jealous of those people. Other people <laughs> right. who Gosh, they work so hard. They run. They do, and their muscle tone is just not. Um, it's not. It, it's loose. It's it's hypo, low tone, and so this is really what we believe a variation in the way sensation is taken in and interpreted by the brain and then responded to. Right. So so how does children's mercy approach this then? And, and what are some of the specific strategies that you guys use to support sensory needs in children? So the, the biggest thing is recognizing when a child has sensory sensitivities. When, in a pediatric setting, a child has either is either hypersensitive, meaning they come into your emergency room and they have, uh, they are one in 50 other patients. It is an extremely loud environment, chaotic environment. That child may need a room that is very quiet, that is off of the main hallway, that is a sensory room. And we have built that in our pediatric emergency room. We have a specific room that has, is designated as the sensory room for children who have other disorders that are often related to sensory processing uh, difficulties. Um, children with autism, children with attention deficit disorder, children with intellectual disabilities, or children who are undergoing, uh, who have a medical disease like leukemia or a brain tumor who have other things going on physically that have changed the way that their brain interprets these sensory sensations. So that's one of the things that we have done is to create a special sensory room in our emergency room. We are now extending that to our uh, our floors, our, un our nursing units, so that on each unit there is a sensory room for a child who needs a darker room, a quieter room that is further away from the nursing station, that is further away from the children who are more acutely ill, who have, uh, you know, ventilators beeping or IVs beeping. So it is that recognition first of this is a child with sensory needs. What are they? And how do we accommodate those needs so that that child is most comfortable in our hospital environment while we are taking care of them? So the, the, the sensory rooms, uh, is, is this becoming more common in, in other hospital systems, or is this pretty unique to Children's Mercy? 
I believe that there are um, other hospital, other children's hospitals as well. Boston Children's is one um, that also has uh, uh, this, our, our, I would say, are sensory smart um, in that they really are recognizing. Um, and more and more as we integrate children with um a wide range of chronic medical conditions and behavioral health conditions into the hospital system as a whole. Um, and those kids come back through the emergency room. Um, they're all in one setting, so to speak. Hospitals are recognizing the need for this. There's also a movement um, probably a 20-year movement now, of child life, child life workers. Child life is a allied health profession within the, the field of pediatrics. And the child life individuals are the ones who often help children through difficult procedures, painful procedures. And so with that child life movement across the country, people are recognizing that the other piece to this is being aware and recognizing individual children's sensory needs. Well, Dr. Kylo, I want to thank you for that the you know the work that you're doing uh, with patients with sensory processing difficulties. I want to thank you uh, for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy. For more information, you can visit childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.